Welcome back to another episode of Tina Talks. I am your lovely host, and I'm here with a dear friend of mine. Hi guys, I'm Natalie. That's that's it. That's all. That's how you're gonna introduce yourself. You you've never been on the podcast. Okay, guys. Um, you're gonna remember me really well. Just remember remember me as the cat whisperer, the food connoisseur, the coffee lover, and the Instagram wannabe influencer. Yeah. So, are you gonna plug your Instagrams now or what? You know what? You'll have me linked in the bio. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Anyways, we are here because we had a lovely day on Sunset Boulevard and in Melrose and to and we went to Beverly Hills. We had a lovely day. We went to David Dobrik's new pizza place. It was so good. I was there last week and I was like, dude, we're in the area. Like, we need to go again. And we also... We went to something called a cat cafe and we just sat with cats for like a little over an hour and we yeah, had coffee. That shit, like, I recommend all of you to go. What was the place called again? Uh, whiskers, Crumbs and Whiskers. Dude, coffee... 10 out of 10 yeah coffee's so good yeah the coffee was really good and i've been to so many coffee places it honestly stood out i did not expect it to be that good no like it was better i i it was like better than like a normal like coffee house or like whatever and but like it was just like it was really out there i was shocked anyways we are here because one of the main topics that i've been wanting to talk about on this podcast um self-growth and I feel like Natalie has, like, a lot of good stories for this. And, like, she's, like, I don't know. Like, you... Oh, we just got a B-Real notification. Hold on. We're taking the B-Real. Anyways. Wow, that B-Real is on time as fuck. We have some questions prepared. The first question is, like, what really prompted you to sit there and think about your mental health and, like, how it was going with yourself? Like, That's a really loaded question. But, like, I feel like it's a really good question. I feel like I get in, like, depressive, like... Episodes? Yeah, for sure. And then, like, I just stop taking care of myself. I mm-hmm. sit in my bed all the damn time. I don't clean my room. Like, when I have my depression room... A healthy environment normally, like, makes... It ensures that you're feeling healthier. And, like, it promotes, like, a good environment and space for you to... And, like, to be able to feel comfortable and good. It kind of just, like ensures that you have an extra reason to get up and feel good about where you are yeah once you start taking care of like your surroundings you do your skincare you do this you do that you get up then like i feel like i've had a lot of problems doing that like uh, i'm just coming out of thanksgiving break right now and like in my i laid in my bed for five consecutive days i didn't get up and like my room was a shithole i just i couldn't i didn't clean it whatever like it was just like bad but um that's like when i know that i need to like get out and like fix myself yeah 100 percent. what do you think i feel like one thing that has like really prompted me in looking at my mental health is when i wake up in the morning and i don't want to get out of bed i feel like that's the biggest indicator to me that i'm not doing well and I've been working on myself a lot in the sense where I want to make sure that I'm healthy and good both mentally and physically and I want to feel good. So and I feel like one of the things that I've like done to ensure that is just I stopped really caring about what other people thought was good for me and what other people thought would make me feel better because those people at the end of the day are not me and they never will be. Say it louder for the bitches in the back. (laughs) I think once I learned the things that really like made me feel good 
I learned how to put myself in positions and in a good place where I could ensure that that good feeling was completely surrounding me whenever I needed it to be. And I think because I see myself as my own best friend and I don't like to rely on other people unless if it's my family or a really close friend. I think because I tend to take care of myself instead of putting that on somebody else, like I've developed this relationship with myself and I don't think it can be disrupted anymore. And I'm really grateful for that because I don't think anybody should have that power. This is what I mean when I tell y'all she is the queen of self-growth, bro. You just like like have a way with your words. I try. Like I try. You, like crazy. Like I just can't. Okay. We're on to the next question. We've spent a, like a good 5 minutes on this damn question. Okay. Um my next question for you is what stresses you out the most and how do you deal with it? What stresses me out? Fuck. Um everything um right now like more than ever college apps college thinking of leaving is just like like even if i go out of state like just thinking about it just like fuck and then you press like send on your college apps game over that's it like it's just like and the fact that it's like my last year as a like i'm a senior like it's just it's crazy and like it stresses me the fuck out also like keeping like a schedule stresses me the fuck out like i try to keep myself like in like i i'm doing this now and then this and then this and then this like i try to like keep a strict schedule and then like i never elaborate on that (laughs) okay when i say like maybe that's not what you need maybe that's not what works for you because like i said like like i said like so many other people can tell you specific things that you can do or try but again like this is what i say whenever i give anybody advice or any kind of like like whenever i talk about anything with anybody it's just you don't have to listen to what i'm saying but take it in and try it because it can't hurt to try and i think that's really important like being open to trying new things because so many people are stuck in this like every day of let me do the same thing everything's gonna be fine same thing same thing until one day it's like disrupted and then they feel incomplete like they just feel like something shook in them i think the best thing is like if you just keep yourself at this pace of let me set some goals instead of being so hard on yourself and strict on yourself i feel like it it's just a more it's a looser way of holding yourself to doing things because i always tell myself and i know how i feel by the end of it once i complete that thing i feel so much better like i feel so good once i tell myself hey you can do it and i know it sounds silly but like my favorite thing to do in the morning and you can laugh by all means go for it i laugh the first time i look at myself in the mirror and i'll be like all right this is what you're gonna do today and this is how you're going to feel. And if something happens, you're going to take a step back. You're going to breathe and you're not going to let it disrupt your day. Because you could take that five minutes of whatever someone said or whatever happened that's bothering you. And you could just take a step back and say, could I have changed it? Can I change it now? And most likely the answer is going to be no. I mean, if I was a time traveler, shit, like <laughs> so many things would be different. But we have these experiences to teach us something. And I feel like if you give yourself the opportunity to just like take that step back and reconsider whatever happened and let it go Mm -hmm. you'll just be able to do things so much easier and i think like letting go is a really big uh, really (laughs) being able to let go because i think that's what causes a lot of stress letting go wow i that's something that like i feel like me and you like we've had our fair share of like 
struggling with letting go? I think I've I think I've just like come to terms with it where it's like this is one thing I learned, I guess, growth. <laughs> yeah. I think once you realize that there's really no changing things or just like things happen for a reason, like shit happens, you got to deal with life. Build a bridge and get over it. Nobody's going to build it for you. That's how life works and you're never going to get anywhere if you don't apply that to yourself cuz so many people especially now like I know so many people are like, "Oh my god, Gen Z is like they're lazy like whatever but it's like because of that connotation that's being placed so many people just believe it and assume that that's normal but it's honestly a self-choice to be that way yeah and a lot of people in this generation like choose it and like they're proud of it and then like when somebody says that about them then they're just like well why the fuck are you saying that because literally that's what you're doing bro and obviously i'm no perfect human like we've all made our fair share of mistakes especially me like i'm still growing i'm a teenager i'm gonna continue to make mistakes for the rest of my life no one's ever gonna be perfect but i guess there is some sort of like peace in realizing that you're not gonna be perfect because once you hold yourself up to that standard of perfect like you're never gonna be satisfied here's my next question okay for you. why are you like so far away can you come here come here i'm here okay she's okay here. here's my next question for you have you noticed a change in the way that you handle situations Mm, no no (laughs) i i haven't i haven't noticed the change like if you talked to yourself a year ago and you were like okay so this happened oh my god like what would a year ago you say do you know like about what just anything that like has happened that's really hurt you like the way you've just dealt a year ago me listen like a year ago me was depressed as fuck right now a year ago I was literally depressed as fuck. I I lost so many people. Um, so many people turned their backs on me. And, like, now, like, looking back on it, it's just, like, I feel like I could have dealt with it differently. You feel like you could do it differently. I could, but, like, if I was put in the same situation, I feel like I'd do the same shit over again. Okay. See, and that's a problem. That, yeah, that's not growth. It's not growth. I that need is, growth. That is said pace. The, the chart is not moving. It is flat. <laughs> no, like, I need some growth. Like, I need to, like, find the problem. Because, like, I don't know what the problem is. Like, I just, I feel like when I lose people, or, like, when I cut people off, like, I, I like take... Like, lose a part of you? Uh, yeah. And then I feel guilty, and but I take so fucking long to cut that person off. But the thing is, there's no shame in taking your time. No, yeah, but, like, it comes to a point where, like, I needed to do this a year ago. Like, if, like, coming, mm. like, right now, like, cutting people off, I needed to do this a long time ago, but I waited. And I mean, that's the problem. I mean, but sometimes you're just not ready to. And you can't force yourself to be ready for something. That's why a lot of people fail, because they just force themselves to do things that they just are not ready for. But, like, I feel like there's always been a part of me that's, like, that was ready. But then, like, it just never, I never executed. And that, and then it caused a lot of guilt and, like, grief to, like, put, be, like, in my life. Mm-hmm. And then so when I lose people... It's just, like, it's really hard on me. It's really difficult. And that's okay, because you you love hard, and you care a lot, and that just makes you human. <laughs> that just makes you human. People people have unnormalized feeling things. No, literally. They have unnormalized feeling things because they just, they don't want to feel it anymore. One day, reality is just going to hit, and exactly like you're saying, like, you just feel so lost like you just hurt yep you know but exactly another thing that i think i've learned that i apply to my everyday life is that like like sitting with that pain and sitting with that feeling ultimately 
it will go away if you just let yourself be. Because the more you push things away, the more they're going to pull back at you. It's like saying opposites attract. It's like a negative and a positive. If you're trying to be positive by just pushing it away and ignoring it, mm-hmm. it's just going to come back 10 times stronger. That's just how the world works. And I think, like I said, like letting go is a really big thing. But learning to allow yourself to just sit and let things be and take their course without trying to alter it or prevent it is honestly like the most peace you can give yourself wow what the fuck every time you answer a goddamn question i'm just like (laughs) wow like my life has changed like what the fuck you need to write a book that's what we're hoping to accomplish here on tina talks the podcast (laughs) everyone (laughs) shared on all platforms it's only available on spotify What's one moment where you realized you had inputted self-growth? Oh, I also think that, like like you said earlier, like a lot of people have like left your life, your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, for me as well, I think I've had my fair share of people coming and going, but I guess I kind of just like place that trust in like, I guess the universe, you could say. And mm-hmm. if it was meant to happen, it was meant to happen. And I'm more of a confrontational person. If something happened between us, I will most likely bring it up and talk about it. So you, like, anytime something happens in your life, like, I'm so envious of you because of that. You just have, like, I don't want to say, like, the balls, but, like, you just have the confidence to, like, bring up an issue that's bothering you. Like, I'm so closed off. Like, Mm -hmm. I will not do that until it's, like, so many things have added up. And then, like, I just, like, Okay, let me ask you a question. Is it worth sitting there and feeling like shit about it instead of just asking and talking about it to feel better? Well, no, it's not worth it, but like... So why it's put just... yourself in that position? Do you see where I'm coming from? That's that's what I've just taught myself. It's why sit in that little hole that you've created and that you just let get deeper and deep. No one's going to throw that rope for you, dude. Yeah. No one is going to throw a rope in there for you to climb out. You have yourself at the end of the day. That's that's what's important. That is the main thing here. You don't need nobody. You got yourself. You have yourself, bitch. Hundred percent. You locked in for life. Yeah. I think, like I was saying, one way that I have inputted that self growth into my daily life is a year ago, if I was in an argument with somebody or I didn't want somebody in my life, I probably would have ignored it. And let it simmer, like like you said, like you would just let it play out, like let it sit there and like, mm-hmm. like you said, it should have been like a year ago, like I probably would have done the same thing. But now, like recently, for example, um, someone was in my life that I deemed unhealthy for myself and m- multiple people actually, they kind of were just like involved with each other and I was like, you know, like, do I really need this? Is this something that I can see myself putting up with in my everyday life consistently? Is this an energy that I want to surround myself with and put into my field? It The ball's in my court. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I can maneuver it however I want. I really am loving the metaphors you're using throughout this <laughs> whole fucking episode. No one's going to throw a rope for you. Like, well, no one is. You're right. <laughs> you're fucking right. I realized that these people were not people that I wanted in my life, and I didn't think that... They deserve to have someone like me who was just always honest with them. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that, like, if people can't handle your honesty, then they're not meant to be there. Because if you're telling somebody something and you're still being respectful about it, because there's always a nice way to say something. Oh, yeah. You can be a dick if you want to be. But there is always a respectful and nice way to say something. And normally, the opposing person is not going to like what you have to hear because they don't like being told that they messed up. And of course, it makes anybody uncomfortable. Obviously, it makes you uncomfortable when you hear it about yourself, too. 
but you don't want that to be like known about you you don't want people to think oh that's how she is or he is it's just you would prefer that you cleared it up right like you don't want people to see you that way so I decided that I'm just gonna remove these people from my life they don't need that explanation and honestly like I've been better I've been so much better without that because I don't think it's healthy to feel as though you're babysitting somebody or that you're only there when they need you preach and, <laughs> and I think that once you just realize that, that you don't need to cater to other people, it's so much better because the only person that you need to consistently be looking after is yourself. This is like reminding me of a conversation I had with my mom right after last year with my birthday disaster that I've, I think I've briefly gone over in this podcast. But like basically, long story short, I lost a lot of people due to my birthday and some like things that went down there. But, like, my mom gave me a really important lesson. And, like, she, she pointed out a lesson that I learned. And it was about people-pleasing. I don't... F- can't fucking... people-pleaser, too. That's exactly... Yeah. You cannot fucking please people... Bro. Bro. I've learned this so many times out of all of the friendships that I've, like, cut off or I've lost. I can't be... I cannot continue to please people i can't because it just hurts me people pleasing is worse than cutting someone off because then you're like craving like their what is the word validation exactly i feel like validation is such a big thing nowadays too Oh yeah. like validation everyone needs validation here's a question just like a general question mm-hmm. let's say someone hurt you do you need them to come and tell you that they hurt you do you need them to preface that Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, I would appreciate it, but I know it's not going to happen. My point with this is, (laughs) my point with this is, why do you need that person to tell you what they did to you when you already know and you felt it? What difference is it going to make? They know what they did and you know that. That's why they're not here. Let me ask you a question now. Okay. I want to know your opinion or like whatever. So let's say somebody like fucked you over and like you go and confront them. Mm -hmm. So... You go and tell them, like, this is what you did, and this is why I'm mad at you. But they, like, deny, 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 or they, like, fucking try to spin the shit on you, or they do this. They take every alternate route, then, like, accept their fucking problems. Like, what do you think? Like, I want to know. Okay, like I said, there's, like, always a way to say something to somebody. But when you say it, you can't allow that person to have that sort of rebuttal effect on you. Because there's a difference of being like, hey, so I heard you did this. And there's a difference in saying, this happened. I know what happened. And I don't want to hear otherwise. And I just want to know maybe why. Or whatever like your concern is like yeah. in confronting them. Because I guess my thing is, if I know that somebody did that, I'm not even going to bother asking why. It's not even worth it. Like I don't care. If they even did that. They don't need to be here. They don't need to be in my personal life. They don't need to know anything anymore. They lost that chance. I'm a very firm believer in like second chances, but the second that someone uses you or does anything to go behind you like that, it just deems them unworthy of being in your life. Again, preaching to the fucking choir. Listen, like I needed to hear this whole fucking episode a year ago. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) I just dropped the mic. The mic has been dropped. Okay, so let's talk about relationships and a relationship can be between you and anybody like your mom your dad like your friend your your significant other your partner whatever what do you expect from that person expectations kind of okay i expect 
like especially from men like men just need to like <sighs> so many times i've been fucked over by men let's talk about it men need to come on a horse with a carriage and roses to my fucking house and they need to be respectful if respect is oh, the biggest thing respect if, if they're not fucking respectful you're getting dumped my my love language is like a physical touch i am so like ready to like hug all the damn time if you are not hugging me at least consoling you like like you know yeah i if they're not hugging me like i just can't this is a problem i have with relationships i i have a fear of like losing people because like i've lost so many people and i've had so many people come in and out of my life it literally scarred me so many times so like i've been like my heart has been stabbed multiple times so if they are not like if you're gonna say something and like not mean it if you're gonna say like oh i think we jumped in too fast then why the fuck do you say it in the first place it's not i'm not here to play like, games where was that when you said it like where, where was that oh i think we jumped in too fast thought when it happened no exactly i think one thing is like if you go into those relationships thinking already oh am i gonna lose this person like putting that connotation on it it kind of just sets you up for that failure i mean i'm an overthinker oh, personally yeah, you know too. i think most people do tend to overthink things and like i said like we're all human we have emotions we feel and that's normal it's healthy to feel but i think once you again like take that step back and say okay is this even real yeah. is what i'm thinking even a possibility is it real right now in real time is this happening and most times the answer is no. <laughs> and then when you realize that, it's like, oh shit, I've been messing with my head for what? Like, yeah. like why do that to myself? And another thing is like really being specific with the people that you choose. Like obviously like you can go and like date somebody and like, honestly, in my opinion, dating somebody is just going out, hanging out and getting to know a person. I think that there is a difference between being exclusive boyfriend and girlfriend and dating someone. Yeah. And that's how a lot of people in like, like a lot of older people think about it yeah. so i don't know i just think why like put that on yourself from the beginning and i don't like i guess another expectation i don't like it when people are uncertain like if you you need to be certain you need to know what you want you need to know that you want me yeah that's how it works yeah i feel like if you don't know it's not even that like people to know like oh you want me it's just like you need to know like oh is this just a hookup is this just friends with benefits or is this something that you potentially want to have yeah like uncertainty to me is a red flag no it's so bad it fucks everything up because then like you and your significant other are left in the dark mm -hmm. like you try so hard to like be that person that you want what the fuck was i even saying bro i'm gonna fucking cut this shit out fuck so let's talk about some red flags oh, okay. do you want me to start yeah okay i think my biggest red flag in a man is when they don't make the effort to like plan something with you oh. like if you're not excited to do something with me i don't want to do anything with you bro if you're not gonna like set that plan with me or even at least give me a day and a time. That's all I'm asking. We don't need to know what we're doing. It can be spontaneous, but give me a day and a time. Because my schedule is not going to open up for you. And I'm not going to look. I'm not gonna book around it. Yeah. I'm not going to make that time for you if you're not even going to plan a fucking time with me. Mm -hmm. 
I think that that's stupid. I think that's my biggest one. What's your biggest one? My biggest red flag is probably they say that they want you, but they like refuse to make any time to like. Yeah. So like, exactly. To see you again. It's exactly what you're saying, and like I feel like we both had men in our lives that did that to us, mm-hmm. and like so we like know how it is, mm-hmm. and like I just I cannot like how do you um like basing off of a relationship that i've had i just don't understand how you cuff someone and then you tell them like to wait a certain amount of time before i can like we're gonna see each other like i ask you to see me or like time you you cuffed me time you cuffed me for a reason i'm not gonna go around your schedule and wait weeks upon whatever to like go and like wait for whenever your schedule opens up i'm not like gonna be your fucking dog I don't come around whenever you want me. I'm a hopeless fucking romantic. Let me put that out there to the world. I'm a hopeless fucking romantic. I, I'm a good Romeo Juliet bitch. I love love. I adore love. I mean, I'm, I'm in love. I'm, oh, yeah. I, want, I want love. I'm not in love. I just want love. I think we all, at the end of the day, kind of crave that love, but... I just you want should. good, passionate... Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think we're on different levels right now. Yeah, I'm looking for more something connection-based. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you. I was a... I'm more of a people pleaser in a relationship. I love to go out of my way for my partner, and I love yeah. to do as much as I can. I'm a very good lover. So would you say one of your love languages is, like, gifts? Like, giving gifts? Or receiving? Which one? Okay, actually, neither. I hate receiving gifts. Oh, my goodness. Well, because someone in the past has ruined that for me because every time that person messed up, they would buy me something. Oh, no. And okay, it just ruined that for me. Bro. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I think now I'd be more okay with it. It's just I'm not more. I'm not as materialistic. I'm more sentimental. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, if you get me something sweet that reminded me of you, I'm going to love it and I'm going to cherish it. Yeah. You know, nine out of ten times, like, I'm going to sit there and I'm probably going to look at it and think of you or, like, just, like, adore that. Mm-hmm. And I love very hard. And I guess that that's a problem for me because I let that get in the way of seeing, oh, that maybe I shouldn't be tre- treated that way or, oh, maybe that isn't how that's supposed to be. Yeah, because your vision gets clouded because you're so in love. I wouldn't say I've ever been in love with anybody. Oh, me neither. No, I've never been in love. I think being in love is just, it's really, like, emotional like it's very intimate and i think i've come close to that with a person but i was never with them like i was never dating them like i never did any of that with them it was just someone that i really cared about and i found myself seeing them that way and just i wanted to make them happy and go out of my way for them and i would catch myself doing little things like that but i guess i had to tell myself to like take that step back and i think that that's one thing that i've learned is to like recognize when i'm doing too much because i tend to do too much and i guess people get bored don't go out of your way for somebody that won't reciprocate that energy the second you start doing that shit easier said than done that's factual (laughs) that's also factual the second you start doing that shit that's exactly when your fucking relationship gets fucked your friendship gets fucked your anything gets fucked everything that you do for a person they should be doing same the same exactly Um, you literally took the words out of my goddamn mouth thank you bitch okay i have a question for you Okay. how do you feel like you're in a relationship like how do you feel about this you're in a relationship and you you want to take a break or somebody asks you like let's take a break 
Like, how do you feel about, like, fucking taking a break in a relationship? Okay, because I've been in relationships where I have been asked to take said breaks. I'll tell you right now, it doesn't work. Don't fall for it. It doesn't work. Unless if it's completely breaking it off and taking time for yourself to grow or whatever you need to do for yourself. Like, that is completely different. But being on a break and still being in contact with the person does not work. It is unhealthy. You're either in it or you're out of it. And I think partially removing yourself is only an excuse to do things with someone else or to open that door for a possibility that you couldn't have while you were with your partner. I feel like taking a break means that like you're having like doubts. And then like the second that somebody asks you to take a break, I feel like the relationship is like already halfway over. Stagnating. Staggering? Whatever. Y'all know what we mean. I just feel like the second that a break is like implemented in a relationship i feel like the relationship is already like 50 percent. like there's no trust left if you're gonna take a break why are you taking a break especially if you're taking a break in a long ass relationship imagine you're in a two-year relationship or something or six years imagine like that time span and you want to take a break why the fuck are you taking a break why unless like okay there's obviously some extraordinary whatever like things that happen and like a break is necessary but like if it's just like oh i need to like um like like shit happen like i just can't if it's like a bullshit like answer then like i'm not gonna like i can't deal with that i don't know if that's my emotional attachment talking right now but i feel like getting in a relationship it's obviously gonna result in emotional attachment or just attachment period oh, for sure. there's definitely a difference between like dependence and codependency like you can be dependent on a person to an extent right but like codependency is when things go downhill and people don't see the fine line between those two stream fine line by harry styles oh my god we love Dude, anytime somebody mentions fine line i say it it's already in one of these episodes y'all can look for that gem i think taking a break from the person that you love or that you're with is unnecessary because why do you need to pause that love why do you need to put a pause for that if you really love that person why not work it out that's what a relationship is a relationship is two people giving their 100 percent. a relationship is not 50 50 it's 100 100 and it's also a two-way street 100 percent, and it takes two people to tango it does take two people what to the tango. Fuck are these fucking analogies <laughs> i mean if you tango with yourself you look like a fucking idiot so exactly so you're getting played (laughs) but i think it's unnecessary because if you can't work through it while you're with the person is that gonna happen every time is that gonna happen any time anything big happens in your life you're gonna say sorry gotta go i'll be back in two to three business days like no that's not how it works it's not like you're sending a package out and you need the time to process it obviously like you can take a step back and say hey i need space for a day or two to think about this and then Mm -hmm. we can have a conversation about it i think that that is the healthiest way to do that it is not worth going on a break. It's not. There's no point in doing that. There's no. It doesn't benefit, and it doesn't like help anything. If you already are thinking about taking a break, why? Like, what? What is the meaning of a break? I don't know. Like, it just makes no fucking sense that that like term, that terminology was made up. Yeah. Like, who the fuck takes a break in a relationship? Like. You either, you're in it or you break up. Like, that's it. Like, you're done. Yeah, you're in or you're out. And that's that's exactly what I say. And you get to choose. I'm giving you the option now. But if you're even unsure, it's already giving me a sign that I shouldn't even be in this. Because if you don't want to stick with me, if you're not ready to go on this ride, because it's going to be either, like, a long-term thing or we're done. I'm not here to play games. 
that's the biggest thing. So many people, like, see a relationship as a game. Obviously, it can be fun. It can be playful. And that's such a beautiful thing if you can have that with a person. But a relationship is not a game. No one needs to win. So you're a relationship type of gal. 100%. So, like, friends with benefits you would never do? No. Why? What's the point of doing that with somebody? Like, doing intimate things with someone that you have no connection to? That's very true. Why Why create that soul bondage or that like tie with yourself energetically with another person when they're just going to disappear or they're just going to go do their own thing with whoever else i'm not trying to be involved with someone who is doing that with however many other people i should be the only one i also do not support open relationships what the fuck does that mean you cuff someone and then you're like oh yeah let's have an open relationship for what I don't know either. I mean, personally, because I've never been in one, I can't. No, I've like, never been in it either, but I'm yeah. just like, like, the thought of it is just like, it just blows my mind. How do you go in an open relationship? I what mean, does that mean? I mean, personally, like, I'm not going to speak much on the topic because I feel like it could be controversial in some people's perspectives, and it's not my place to speak on something that I'm not even a part of. Trying to save yourself. <laughs> no, like, I personally just would not put myself in an open relationship because I want to be, like, exclusive with one person and one person only. And if I'm not 100% enough for that person, then I should not be with that person. Preaching to the motherfucking choir once again. This was a conversation. Mm-hmm. It this was a good conversation. This was a presentation. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> welcome welcome back welcome. to my TED Talk, welcome everyone. Back. Yeah. Natalie's going to start her own podcast. She's been inspired. I mean, I low-key... Nah, low-key, you're not going to take my spotlight. <laughs> low-key. Sorry I've been so inactive got a lot of shit going on college apps my life has been very hectic so we will be back for another episode well i will because i'm your host duh natalie will be back soon i hope you guys enjoyed her as a guest i definitely enjoyed having her on the podcast it's about damn time thank you make sure to follow all my socials and um stream all the other episodes that are out and We'll see you next time. We will see you next time. Have a beautiful morning. day. Morning, evening. Afternoon. Afternoon, whatever. Oh, shit. Ow! Have a great night.